0: We come to you on the most somber Monday, uh, perhaps in recorded history. Um, I'm sure everybody's heard the news by now. Kobe Bryant has passed away along with his daughter Gianna at the age of 41. I'm I'm speechless. I don't really know how we're going to get through this episode, but we're going to try. I mean, everybody knows the impact that Kobe had on the sports world, but it, it goes without saying that, you know, he was and just to refer to him in past tense it's it's chilling but i mean he he was a phenomenal father phenomenal coach a businessman a philanthropist i mean he was really as far as his life shit goes he was really just getting started and it's a it's a shame to see him go but we're going to do our best to pay our respects and hopefully bring you guys some some news going on in the sports world the senior bowl just happened on saturday And the NFL offseason is certainly uh, brewing up on a hot stove. So we're going to try. Bear with us. Thank you guys for tuning in as always. And just run, run the intro. going to do this but we're going to do it what's up gamer boys uh noah here with the sports S podcast joint as always as i am with i I can't even make sentences i'm with bennett of course greetings who else would i be with um there there's only one way to start this podcast so rest in peace kobe bryant um i I, we're we're not going to dive too much into this because it it's all been said, what's, what can be said, and there's so much that just goes unspoken because of how great of a person he was, how great of a player he was. Um, uh, I just want to share one piece of, like, I don't know, one piece of my mind. Um, Kyle Harrison, professional lacrosse player with the PLL, one of the best players in the sport, legendary player he's basically the the Kobe Bryant of Lacrosse. Like if Paul Rabel is the Michael Jordan, he's the Paul Rabel or the Kobe Bryant and he posted a picture. he was training a bunch of lacrosse players at the Mamba uh, Academy where Kobe Bryant had his facilities for training kids for all sports. and um, the video is a bunch of kids walking out of their training session. And Kobe dapped every single one of them up and was like, good work out there, nice hustle. And he didn't have to do that. He probably doesn't even know what lacrosse fucking is. And the fact that he just recognizes work, where work is, and hustle and hard work, it just shows, I said it earlier, Like I don't even know how to describe that characteristic other than it being... Like, the Mamba mentality. And that honest, honestly should be in a fucking dictionary. It should be taught in schools. And it's sad because it can't be taught. It can't. It's something someone's born with. And Kobe Bryant was probably the hardest worker in all of sports. We all saw it in 2010 when he won his last championship. That was basically his, like, mic drop. Like, I can do this shit by myself because it was always said that he needed Shaq. He needed somebody else. And then in twenty sixteen, when he retired and played his last game and scored, how many points did he score against Utah? Sixty. Yeah, and we were seniors in high school. Like it's it's just crazy. Like his career ended as our like school career ended. And I grew up watching him. I know you did. You got his shoes on right now in memory. I don't have any. I, I it's. It's just sad, and yeah. uh, my thoughts and condolences go out to his family and all the families affected. Cause it's more than just the Bryant family, but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, just to just to pick up where you left off. I certainly have the uh, the Kobe tens on. Um, love these shoes. Uh, Kobe's always had great footwear, whether he's with Adidas or Nike. Um, I, I've loved these shoes since as long as I can remember, but I mean, just, just the guy who, you know, whose name is on the sneaker, who popularized this shoe, who, you know, whose brains and, you know, ultimately his character went into this shoe. I mean, you can't put a material price on the human being that Kobe Bryant was, you know, whether it's on the court um, with his family, uh, an amazing family man. He was all about family. Uh, he gave so much to the game, but he gave even more to his family and, we're gonna have we're gonna have our goat debates. Everybody does it, but you know, for for all the accolades and the statistics that you can measure, I mean, there's no debating the human being that you know Kobe Bryant was, and you know, all, all that he gave to just everybody that he interacted with, big or small. Like you said, with the Kyle Harrison anecdote, he didn't he doesn't know much about lacrosse. He didn't he wasn't into lacrosse. Kobe Bryant threw and through a basketball guy, but. Uh, he 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 saw he he just recognized real man and yeah. he was born he was born with it that you know you we the call it, it that mamba mentality you can call it whatever you want but Kobe Bryant just had a different kind of swagger about him his whole life and it was personified in how he played how he interacted with people I mean even in a basketball sense even in a non basketball sense everyone knew. Who he was, and it was just it was just four letters, one name, just Kobe, and you didn't have to tell anyone else much after that because he had a reputation, um, a body of work, on and off the court that just preceded itself. And at the end of the day, you know, like I said, people are gonna have those debates of who the greatest of all time is. Throw your accolades in there, throw you know your your metrics in there, but there you, you just can't you can't even measure who he was as a human being, and it just goes it just goes without saying that you know you feel for the families involved not just Kobe Bryant and his daughter but but the others involved in the crash it's just it's crazy loss loss just strikes you loss strikes you when at least when you least expect it that's why it really just cuts so deep i mean uh this just waking up today just the frequency really felt off and that's that's not even being close to Kobe Bryant or it's knowing not even, him personally I've never met him. Never, never met him. Never saw him. It was with the my same. Two eyes. It was really just, it was really the same when we lost Mac Miller last year. I mean, you never met him, but you yeah. felt like you knew him through his music. With, yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. the same way with Kobe, you, you felt like you had a little piece of something so huge and just phenomenal just in watching him on the court and, you know, going about his business, co- coaching his daughters. I mean, it's just a, a shame to see someone go when their life was. I mean, really, really just getting started. So I mean, there's, he's an icon. He's someone I've looked up to. As Jay Williams said, hug your loved ones a little closer or a little tighter. All, all that shit's not worth it. The fights and everything. It's all about uh, I don't know. All right, let's move on. I yeah. Just thank thank you, Kobe Bryant, for everything. Yeah. Uh Prayers up to the, all those involved in that in that terrible accident. All right. Moving on to football, um, and we're, we're just going to touch on this lately, like this is probably going to be our shortest episode ever, <laughs> but um, the Senior Bowl was this weekend, and there was a lot of draft risers and um, guys that stood out and are moving up my big board and a lot of pro scouts, big boards. Um, number one is probably Javon Kinlaw, a defensive lineman out of South Carolina, he Dude, that guy's an animal. He's apparently going to run a four eight. <laughs> Golly, he's three hundred pounds and six six. <laughs> they were saying he could have came out last year, but he went back, got that, so he uh, got went that back stock up. He went. He only practiced at the Senior Bowl. He did two days of practice, and then he tweaked his foot, mm. and he's done. But I honestly think he just. Rose up, stop like, uh, draft boards that that much in those first two days because apparently he killed it, and uh, this is a guy who's like homeless, like he he's just, you know, he he is this year's like Shaquem Griffin, you know, like just a guy you you want to get drafted in the first round, and he's going to, he's going to be drafted probably in the top fifteen, um, I see. As soon as Derek Brown's off that board, I I could see any team taking him because of how defensive linemen can just be you know <coughs> rotated in and out so easily. And I don't know. Today I saw a mock draft, by the way. Yeah. The Eagles drafting Derek Brown. These mock drafts are getting crazy, folks. Yeah, go through go through that shit with a fine tooth comb. Just because it has a cool thumbnail and the guy has a lot of subscribers on YouTube it's yeah. a clickbaity title usually don't if, fall for bullshit folks usually if they're playing Madden while doing the mock yeah, draft nah, it's these not twi- a good these mock Twitch these Twitch people cuz that's mm. I don't know but anyway um and then Justin Herbert won the MVP um not shocked he was the probably the he or definitely he was the biggest prospect there it says a lot about him by the way everybody's always like and I said it on the last uh, mock draft mock draft episode. Sorry, I was trying to yawn. Um, but they always are questioning his character because he's an introverted person apparently. But it says a lot about him for being you know solidified as a top fifteen pick like before the Senior Bowl, and for him to be go there and be like I got nothing to lose. Like I'm going to boost my stock, and he did. He won the MVP. Um, so I could, like I said, we had him going, we had him go to Miami, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. we did. So I I could, I see that even more now. Uh, Yeah. South beach vacation, especially with Tua's health concerns. And I I texted you about it. Like I could see Jordan Love balling out at the combine and him leaving the combine and Herbert leaving the combine as two and three. Like, just because, dude, I think there's so much more into the Tua injury. And I I didn't even think about this today. Or I I thought about this today, but I haven't thought about this before. They said that Tua is going to be throwing in April. Mm. He had a doctor's appointment like three weeks ago, four weeks ago. And they released that news that he was throwing in April and two weeks, like right after the national championship game, they released that. I don't think he's actually going to be throwing. I mean... I, I think I think that they put that out there because of how good Burrow ended his yeah. season. And he's obviously QB1. And... Because, dude, what information could they have gotten? He had a doc, Like, the paparazzi's all... Or, not paparazzi. The news <laughs> is all over... Basically, the paparazzi. Yeah, yeah. They're mean, all over Tua going to the doctor. So, we know when he yeah. has doctor visits. And... Phew, I mean, he didn't go to the doctor to learn that he'll be able to throw. So uh, yeah, not it, not to sound like someone's sixty-year-old uncle on Facebook, but the news has really been fucking up lately, yeah, and I yeah. mean that in every way possible. Well, I'm uh, Matt Miller from Bleacher Report said that, so that's that's why I'm like, mm-hmm. and he has him as his QB two. I I don't agree with that. We, I, uh, I think Herberts too. We tend to shake hands with Matt Miller on Twitter a lot. He's uh, he's yeah. pretty pretty resourceful guy. He um, just tweets a lot. Yeah, there's nobody that tweets more than him. Uh, Matt it's Miller, so useful. NFL, at NFL draft scout, Twitter fingers. He's uh, he's on top of the Twitter yeah. game for um, sure. But and then other guys. There, there was a few like uh, you know wide receivers, which I honestly think that the wide receivers at the Senior Bowl are kind of like built to win those drills and everything like I yeah. feel like every year there's never like a bad wide receiver I will say though that Notre Dame safety oh um Elliot, yeah he he won defensive MVP yeah and that says a lot for a DB to win MVP I but mean yeah. they're well coached at Notre Dame but you see what happens with the fall off to the NFL Julian Love playing out of position <laughs> half the damn season I mean that's yeah. that's just what happens but quick little nugget for you uh who won the senior bowl MVP last year? Daniel Jones. Oh yeah. Turn turn that up. Um yeah. Justin Herbert, very similar player, kind of introverted, bullshit. That's just a hacky media take. Yeah. To uh, dude, take a character jab at Justin I don't Herbert. Get that, stick like, to the stick to the substance, dude. Like if Lamar, he can play like come on. Like Lamar, he's introverted. There's no Lamar's not introverted. No, I mean like he's not he's With not the media. He's, he's not a Drew Brees type guy. Yeah, he's no. not a he's not a Peyton Manning. Listen, listen, um, he's not Philip River. Like he, he's not that level. He's of like, like twenty three. Yeah, he hasn't well, learned how to walk the walk with the media yet. Well, yeah, but, so it doesn't come off. But as like Baker nice, you Baker you know? Mayfield, you know, like uh, that, that, like he he's obviously outspoken and he like, talks to the media like he stubbed his toe. He's, yeah, yeah. he's such a bitch when it comes to that. But I I think with Lamar, um, once he. Once he comes into, you know, kind of just ages into the league, um, maybe he'll kind of, um, you know, bring out some more of that spokesmanship of, you know, your Rivers, your Breeze. I mean, dude, these guys are fucking old. They came no, into the league before Lamar was like I'm 10 just years saying, old. I'm just saying there's guys that like are on a field and you can tell like they gravitate, players gravitate to them. Oh, yeah. And, you know. Lamar's but, just more of a locker room yeah, guy, I think. Quite, quiet you know like yeah. sticks to himself lets his play do the talking yeah know. that's and just how he is he's humble whole, very yeah, humble yeah, yeah. and, and same introverted that's how I, jones I is man I and know. i think herbert's the same way it's just a stupid it's just a stupid talking point i mean you talk so much about a guy's game they're gonna revert to you know character assessment and if it's meant with malice they're gonna revert to character assassination but i don't think this is an overt example of that. I've read a few accounts of what people have been saying about him from yeah. a personality standpoint. I don't think it's a character assassination. I think it's just kind of like, um, you know, copy and paste, fill in the blank, news media talking points. Really, is I will say though, all I could whittle it down to, I think that Tua and Burrow and um, and Herbert, all three end up in worse situations than Julian Love will. You mean Jordan Love? Jordan Love. I'm thinking of you now. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, you're spot on. I mean, Jordan Love is likely going to end up with the Colts. Yeah, and that's a perfect situation. Couldn't be better. And it sucks because Joe Burrow is going to be good as shit in the NFL. Yeah. And he's going to end up on the worst team. He's going to end up on a team that's going to be picking the top five again. And you heard him now. Herbert's going to end on a team that honestly – is, like, a 53 overall rating team-wise in Madden. Mm. And then two is going to end up on who? Like, we don't know. If he he ends up on the Chargers, he's, like, who who knows what's going to happen. We had him going there in the first mock, but this shit, I'm telling you, people think they have this so pinpointed. With this hip injury, I, I sit across from a person who had the same injury. Yeah. I mean, two is getting access to elite training, elite recovery. He's still young, but I, this isn't just something that goes away. I yeah, mean, no. and he has a other injury history. It's just going to be a concern. I, I know we're not ones to injury troll. I hate the I've Carson seen, Wentz. I've seen the trolls, the Stafford. Like how uh, the Lions fans want him replaced with yeah. Tua. Dude, I don't know how I feel about replacing a quarterback with a bad back, with one with a bad hip. And a bad angle. Yeah, like, so what? I just got a flat tire recently and <laughs> what the guy did was is there was a screw on my tire and came out roadside assistance good people's yada yada came out, pulled the screw out of my tire and I got to get a new tire on Friday, probably going to get a couple new tires. <laughs> okay. Um so he what? comes out, takes <laughs> that um uh, i don't know you don't buy tires and singles but um he comes out he pulls a screw out puts some like rubber cork in this hole, yada yada puts glue on it lets it sit over there he's like yeah you're, you're not gonna you're gonna want to run that only until like friday i'm like word i'm gonna go get a new tire on friday then my point is my point is you don't someone's home you don't you, you don't apply temporary solutions to yeah. something that's going to be a permanent problem. No, you don't. And that's why I, I see the Lions trading out of that pick. It's, it's the, the most league. flexible pick. Yeah, it, it, that, the draft goes Burrow-Young, and yeah. then at three it really starts. And I think with all the hype, if Miami really, really wants Tua— Oh, they got to win. Or if a team really, really wants Tua, they're trading up to three Yeah, because if even if— the the Dolphins like at five like once you get past five all those teams could use a quarterback. Carolina could use if two is there, mm. they might take him. You know what I mean, like dude. I've seen this quarterback narrative lingering around Carolina, and I don't know how to feel about it because they have other needs. But I mean, it's uh, you're you're it's just something that's gonna get talked about I think a lot. We're gonna get into that hiring, but. Yeah, I think with Matt the perfect segue. I think with Matt Rule and Joe Brady being hired there, uh, it it you gotta bring in a new guy. You have to. Like mm. I, I I think Newton's done. I mean they're gonna say the rah rah bullshit, but this this dialogue of Cam Newton in or out, it's not going away. Yeah, Matt Rule's like, oh, and Joe Brady's like, oh, we want to win a Super Bowl with Cam Newton under center, uh, yada yada, like no. It's gonna take a lot to do that. They said the same thing about. And he's gonna be Josh in a contract Frozen. year. Uh, well, that's a different breed. I mean, Burton has no, been in No, several. no, I'm saying like Cliff Kingsbury was like, "Why would we draft a quarterback? We just <laughs> we just drafted one." Listen, there's stuff that you hear, and then there's stuff that you actually, you know, you tune know. that frequency yeah, yeah, into yeah, yeah. and you listen to it. There's yeah. a difference between hearing and listening. You have a new offensive-minded uh, head coach. And yeah. You have a new one of the best, you know, offensive minds in football yeah. as your coordinator. And you have a quarterback who hasn't lived up to expectations ever since he won a with a, Super a Bowl. bogus contract. Yeah. With it, a terrible contract. Yeah. So you have a quarterback class where there are four guys and even if you're counting from an Eason, there's six guys. Like, that you could take within the first three rounds that could make you, like, I I don't know about Fromm and Eason, but there's at least four guys that could make you contenders within a season. Like, within within a season of experience, the next season you will be contenders. I guarantee it. And it's all about, dude, if Jordan Love goes to Carolina Mm. with Brady and Rule, with DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel... Those weapons, dude. But, I mean, that defense is just, I don't know. I mean, they're stuck between a rock and a hard place, I think. Well, here's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Trade Cam Newton for a first-round pick. I mean, Tampa Bay, come on, shorty. You you want to. You know you want to. Or, hey, (laughs) juicy one. Oh, here we we go. I'm breathing. Because he's a free agent. Yeah. There's no sign and trades in the NFL, is there? I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. Sign and trade. Uh, Okay, but hear me out on this conspiracy. Yeah. Shaq Barrett for Cam Newton. (laughs) Shaq Barrett next to Brian Burns. That's like stealing candy from a baby, dude. Oh, man. Oh boy! Oh gosh, the uh, the theoretical possibilities of this yeah. uh, are there. I don't know if there's a uh, an outright sign and trade process in the NFL, but I'm sure there's there's something like it. Haven't like head coaches and shit gotten traded, traded before? Yeah. John Gruden got traded. Yeah, wouldn't wouldn't rule it out. The Raiders, there's an right. outright sign and trade process in the NFL. So yeah, that is a. Uh, that's something we'll keep stowed away. But this this uh, conversation is not going anywhere. Of course, the organization is going to say that rah rah bullshit. Oh, we want to win a Super Bowl with this guy. Yeah, King, uh, Cliff Kingsbury and Company draft Kyler Murray with the first pick. Yeah. Ship Josh Rosen to a permanent vacation in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Where the Where did Where did, uh, where did that uh, Super He's Bowl going to ring look down? really weird and in a Patriots uniform mm-hmm. next year. <sighs> You're telling me, dude. Tom Brady's gonna look really weird in a Chargers uniform next year. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, we're getting down a rabbit hole, aren't we? <laughs> All right. what What's next on the topics? Or we got uh we got just the NFL offseason primer. I mean, we're kind of in the midst of it, yeah, honestly. Okay. Talk about some of these hires. We got Matt Rule. Um, who Who do you want to go to next? We got the Browns hire, the Giants hire. I mean, well, we we kind of touched on the Giants. Yeah, hire we and the Browns hired first. Matt or Andrew Berry. Mm. Young guy, I don't know much about him. I mean, I like what they're doing there with Kevin Stefanski. Yeah, they hire a good defensive mind, like, somewhere in that building. That one's still open. Who's his OC? I don't even know. I don't think they hire anybody because he brought in new staff. Mm, Well, he brought in some openings. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm obviously way more up on who the Giants are hiring, but... You know what I was thinking today? (laughs) Yeah. You know what Denver should do? What's that? Dude, Vic Fangio is not a head coach. Oh nah, yo, you know who the demote f- him to DC, back <sighs> to where he belongs. Well, who's the head coach? And then bring in my man, Lincoln Riley. <laughs> Lincoln Riley's a head coach? I'm kidding. No, no, no. I was gonna say that's some hype beast uh, commentary. Like, Shit. like, I don't know. That, it's- just somebody. Uh, know, bring in an offensive, an Urban Meyer. No, an offensive guy to, you know, you have Drew Locke. You you know, we all saw mm-hmm. the picture of, remember the picture of Watson, Mahomes, yeah. Jackson, and Drew Locke? <laughs> like, uh, that's <laughs> the future of the NFL oh, right there. Oh, man, They're, that is a sinister, those four sinister cloud grab. But okay. So you bring in an offensive guy uh, and, you know, see what. Dude, you know what I really want to happen? Yeah, Yeah, We're getting off topic. But my dream hire, if I was a coach right now and I was needed an OC, I would throw $400 million at this guy, Mike Leach. Mike fucking Leach. How has he not gotten an NFL OC offer yet? Mike Leach is just kind of off the top rope. I don't think he's par for the course for the NFL brand. But think about his offenses. Dude, I know. He turned Anthony Gordon's draft stock from working in the sports section at Target to, like, people actually talking about him and he's going to get drafted. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Minshew magic, come on, dude. Yeah. All Every quarterback he's ever had has been in, like, yeah. the Heisman discussion. At the least, man, At the least, it's just. Uh, I mean, Graham Harrell has an OC job now. He was a baller in college under Mike Leach. Yeah, yep. Yeah. It's just, dude. Yeah, exactly. He's he, everything he touches seems to turn to gold. But he's uh, why hasn't he gone? To he's the just NFL an yet? animal, man. Like the NFL, I'm telling you, owners are not gonna want to put up with that shit. I he's gonna want so much control, and teams are just not willing to relinqu- relinquish that. That's why I'm, surprised. I'm kind of surprised Rule went to the NFL, if you want to talk hires. But, dude, Caroline is giving him bread. We were not going to—the Giants were not going to match well, that. apparently— No way. Apparently, LSU offered Joe Brady double his salary.
1: Oh,
0: So that God. that almost made him a million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, dude, that NFL job come calling, mm, you ain't going to say no. Especially with— if it was Miami or Cincinnati, I could see him turning it down, but Carolina, Carolina's actually... a little more proven. Yeah, yeah. That's just a, I think it's just a safer, a safer scenario. All right, and then lastly, right? This yeah. is the last part. Reverse. Yeah, uh, so. Los Angeles Chargers announced today that they will be parting ways with quarterback Phillip Rivers after 17 years. Right? Yeah, I mean, we kind of knew this. We knew this was coming. That's moved why we moved back to the East Coast. Moved back to Florida. Wink, wink. Tampa Bay. That's why we had uh, our man go going there in the mock draft, right? Yeah, we did. Okay. It just it just makes sense. I mean. Uh, they could get Herbert at this point, but Tua just sounded good. We thought Rivers had another year, maybe. I mean, Tyrod Taylor is under contract, so they might not even go quarterback, but... They're going quarterback. You, you yeah, have I the could, feeling... I could see them like going, keeping Tyrod... Or mm-hmm. Tyrod. Tyrod, excuse me. Tyrod. And seeing... If you could, you know, take a chance on, like, Eason or Fromm in the second or third round. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, having them to battle, basically, you know, underperform next season. Yeah. And then try to take a chance on getting Trevor Lawrence or Justin yeah. Fields. I mean, if you're drafting at six at day one. You know who's a quarterback that's going to rise up in 2021? Mm. Uh, JT Daniels. Uh, yeah, J.T. Daniels was looking good before he got hurt. USC, granted, is a shit show. Yeah, but so all those uh, quarterbacks always have great, assault, like you know uh, traits. He's a Pac-12 guy. Yeah, I yeah. mean he's he's got it. You know he's got to stay healthy for sure. That's a that's kind of that's kind of an issue. But um, it, well, it, and when, when we say healthy as far as these guys go, we're not those whence people are like, oh, he can't stay fucking healthy. He's a pussy. That ain't us. We're just saying that's how scouts are gonna look at it, how teams are gonna look at it. We're just, we're just kind of putting Split, that realist. Spit on. Spit yeah, we're just on. kind of putting that realist trajectory on it. I mean, yeah. I'm not out here to control people for getting hurt. It's part of the game. Yeah. It becomes part of people's careers, but just from an NFL lens, it's just some of these guys have injury histories, and it's just it's concerning in that aspect. But we don't we don't wish illy on any players or anything like that. But, um. What was I going to say? Oh, this Chargers thing is we're just trailing off the road here. That The, the Chargers situation, I mean, they, they're drafting day one, it's pick six. Weird. You want a guy who can come in day one and make an impact. It's I a weird thing for them to, you know, announce so early that they're parting ways with Rivers like yeah. while not having like a backup plan. Right. Because they're a contending team with a solid quarterback. Dude, their season from this year to last, when they made the playoffs, they were like eight and three in one score games. This year, they're like two and nine in one score games, and that's the that's just the season. Mike Leach. That's the that's literally a Mike coin Leach. flip, dude. Come on, bring him down, Mike, dude. No one wants Mike Leach to get an NFL job so bad. Come he just got that down. Mississippi State job. Speaking of uh, speaking of old Joe Judge, I mean. Do you, do you like the guys we're bringing on, the Giants, if we're talking staff here? Uh, You've been paying attention or not, really? I'll be honest, dude. Yeah. Man, I think he's going to be a fucking terrible hire. I think he'll be the next uh, Pat Schirmer. Oh, Joe Judge a flop. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You're saying a lot of quotables tonight. Joe Judge a flop. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Yeah, I, Joe I... Judge is a flop. You beat the New York media to it. That's, that's hard to do. Because I, I have that theory of Belichick. You know, coaching tree. I don't think there is a coaching tree. I think, or tree. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. I think you're a solid coach, Mm-hmm. and then you go to Belichick, and then you you might be good. There's maybe else. some maybe some leaves on the ground. Yeah, not it, really there, a tree. Yeah, it's like yeah. the Charlie Brown Christmas tree. It, <laughs> it's, there's nothing there. There's nothing. There's <laughs> just an outright fabrication. There's a few twigs. There's a few Josh McDaniels who hey. we don't even know if he would ever be a good head coach, but we hear about him being a head coach every <laughs> fucking year for some reason. And, yeah. And just it's a fabrication. There's blind you know. f- Brian for- Flores or whatever his fucking name Blindfolded is. Blindfolded. is Brian Forehead. <laughs> nah, Brian Flores is legit. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. And then after that, you don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. You're it's hiring just hiring a it's guy names. named Joe Judge, Judge Judy, Judge Joe. <laughs> I I don't know. I, I like him. Yeah, but you like him because you you've been talked into him. I like him because of what he says and his his plan for our program. Yeah. I mean, uh, you're, you're not, not going to see a lot of bullshit in a, this I could do a Giants franchise on Madden right now and make them a playoff <laughs> contender. <With> Joe Judge, <laughs> not Pat, not Pete Sherman, Joe Judge. I don't know. Yeah, Mad, Madden content coming real soon. Wink, wink, <laughs> cap, cap. Oh, man. But just for these for these quarterbacks that are going to be free agents contemplating retirement, it's really a passing of the guard. Yeah, Drew Brees, we didn't talk about that either. He's yeah, contemplating. Retiring. Contemplating. He's taking a month away from football, rightfully so. He's, he's, going, giving, to, he's going to retire. He's given so much to this game. Who's up next in New Orleans? Teddy Stan you think? Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill, baby. Mm-hmm. They announced mm-hmm. that they think he's a franchise quarterback. All, all right. Way. I mean, they're showing their hand a little early. All right, Ooh. all right. Teddy Bridgewater, welcome to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Scoob. <laughs> Yeah, but, I mean, Tom Brady, we, we could sit here for hours until sunup. Well, actually, we wouldn't even see the sun come up. There's no windows in here. But <laughs> yeah. it would probably just go insane and start, like, <laughs> eat, eating drywall, postulating where Tom Brady's going to go. I'm thinking L.A. Quote me now, thank me later. L.A. Chargers, that is. Um, it, it just makes a lot of sense. That would be a huge leap for them. Wouldn't even have to draft a quarterback. Quarter uh, a quarterback. Free agency kicks off March eighteenth. I mean, so we'll we'll know what's what before the draft and everything, in that free agency period. But we just kind of wanted to touch on just the landscape of the offseason, of the NFL, some hires, some free agents for you guys. Um, definitely more draft stuff coming soon. Uh, that February Mr. Uh, that Mister February mock is coming out. Joe Burrow is still going to be the uh, the cover boy. Spoiler alert. When is February? Oh, uh February next week february's saturday yes, i can start work, working on my oh boy all right yeah February is excited. like february's like christmas apparently yeah i love to spine dress. Uh, yeah oh yeah by the way we we uh we should talk about that yeah what we talked about before podcast yes yeah, um so there was someone that commented on one of the uh on our pod bean um and was like hey you guys should stick to one topic like um, like if you think they should uh stick to the NFL so if you guys like have any thoughts on that or you know we want we want to please the crowd we want to yeah. please the audience so let us know what you think uh leave comments and everything of stuff you like to see um you know things, yes. we, things we can improve on and you know we're trying to make this blow up this year so yeah 2020 vision um if you guys especially if if you want to hear stuff that we're not talking about yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. definitely let us know about that because i mean we don't want to we, we don't want to miss anything especially that's that's exactly, especially important yeah. so always appreciate y'all's feedback uh gonna have to do a mailbag here soon i mean shit that's what that's what i, heard. Oh, yeah, yeah, I haven't yeah. done a haven't done a nice mailbag in a while new That'll year be, let's do that next episode Mmm. Next send episode. In your question. Yep. Um, yep. Let's do that. Next episode. You send heard it here your, first. Send in your questions. Um, and we'll, we'll get to them. Well, well yeah, we'll get to it. Um, definitely, definitely looking forward to that. Now that you've enlisted it. Shit. That's, uh, that, that's something yep. to, something to lighten the mood. Mail bag, big bag, little bag. Yep. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Appreciate y'all tuning in as always. Uh, definitely come back for more content, send in those damn questions. I love answering questions, except when they're on forms. That's a waste of time, waste Rest of, in peace, Kobe Bryant. Waste of paper. Rest in peace, Kobe. Rest in peace, Gigi. All those involved. Um, nothing else to say, really. It, it's just tragic as hell. Um, definitely gonna, definitely looking at things a little different now after after what's happened these past few days, for sure. And that's not even having known, you know, Kobe or his daughter. It just goes to show that you know the immense the immense impact he had on all us small folks throughout the world. So rest in peace. Prayers up to the Bryant family. Thank you guys for sticking it out with us this episode. And we wish you all the best. Happy, healthy, safe. uh, Yeah, rest of time, really. I mean, not not much else to say. Appreciate you guys tuning back in. I'm going to thank you one more time before we get off (laughs) here. Much love, guys. Send in those questions. (laughs)